Hello, and welcome to Created to Give, where we uncover who we were created to be with money. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, and this show is intended to dive deeper into God's Word, help us to discover our God-given purpose, and identify God's design to manage and multiply our seed so that we can give to others in need. Each week, you can expect to hear solo or guest conversations that provide insight around God's Word and steps we can each take when it comes to how to manage the money we were given. If you've ever felt lost, stressed, or anxious about handling money, then this show is definitely for you. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Created to Give. Are you ready to put action into play? Doing what God wants you to do. And some of us are just like, okay, how am I supposed to do that? What do you want me to do? In this episode, we're going to take the, the verse that we previously dove into and actually put some action steps in place for our finances. So sometimes we can read God's word and be inspired, be just know that God has a bigger vision for our money, but how? Where do I start? Where do I start is one of the biggest questions I receive all the time. I come off stage and women are like, that's where do I start? Where do I even begin? So I want to give you those tools of where even to begin. So we went through Genesis 1.29 that told us one of God's first gifts to us was a bearing seed, a seed meant to multiply, bear fruit. The fruit has seeds that meant to bear fruit. It is a generational change, generational wealth, generational growth through seeds. But what is your seed? What is that original bearing seed God gave you at birth? Your divine purpose. For some of us, we don't know because life has covered it up. It's been so covered up with the stuff that we don't understand and we cannot see and we cannot feel what our original assignment, the purpose we were had on this earth is. So we're going to start to really uncover that, but put the tools in place to really develop our seeds. Once we've understood our identity, we walked through that a little bit in the previous episode of really getting back down through inner child work, really understanding our first many memories and our personalities and who we are at the core with money. We can start to get down to that seed, that original gift, that original purpose God created us to be so that we could multiply, produce wealth, so we could give back to God's kingdom and fund what he has put us here to do because we were each created to give. So let's walk through Genesis 129. And when I do this, I want you to get a piece of paper, get a pencil and write this down. I will put it in very easy steps usually three to five steps, to just to start to implement every single week. And for this, we're going to make this really simple. We're going to go through four steps, spelling out the word seed. I don't know about you. I love a great acronym. Whenever I would study, I would use acronyms, words that had meanings because it helped me remember. I need help remembering. I, as this is recording, I'm about to turn 50. I need help remembering (laughs) Juggling six boys, a husband that has a spinal injury, a child with special needs. You know, I need a little help. So we're going to walk through this acronym of SEED, S-E-E-D, uncovering that original seed, that bearing seed that God gave us. So first, we'll start with the S. Stands for starting, just starting. We all need a place to start. And when a farmer goes out and farms, he originally takes seeds. 
correct? But a lot of seeds have a really hard covering, a hard shell on the outside. So what do farmers do? They germinate the seed, which means they take the seed and they soak it. They soak it. And that breaks down those natural defenses of that hard shell. So when they plant it in the earth, it's a little bit more able to grow. So how does that apply to us? Well, for some of us, again, our seeds, who God created us to be, we've got a hard shell around it. I used to have a lot of walls built up completely protecting my seed besides the hard shell. And it took soaking my seed in God's word to change everything for me. Psalms 126.5 says, Those that sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. Soaking your seeds, sometimes in tears, allowing yourself to feel, it, it can break through everything. I used to think that not crying was a badge of honor. It helped me be strong and maybe be stoic. No, it made where I didn't actually address things. I didn't really do. I just let things cover it up. I built that harder shell. So starting to soak my seeds in God's word, being able to sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. And once every single day, I set up a time with God to take my seed and focus on God's word. It changed everything. So first was starting, soak your seed in God's word. Spend time with him every single day, whether it's a minute, 30 minutes. I have a daily walk Bible that my mother left behind after she passed. And it was a way for me to soak my seed in God's word every single day. For you, whether it's something that's a read the Bible, whether it's a devotional, just start with something that you can open up and read from a minute to 30 minutes, but just soak your seed in God's word. That's S for starting. The next is E for entrust. Now, for a lot of us, our trust has been broken. Life has broken our trust, whether it's with another person and sometimes with ourselves. We don't trust ourselves to make decisions. We don't trust ourselves to move forward. We don't trust ourselves in doing what we know God wants us to do. I just got off a podcast interview, and I also been in rooms where both said the exact same thing, obedience, being an immediate obedience, what God has called us to do. And it's hard. Sometimes when God tells you to go and you're like, eh, I don't think I heard you right, so I'm not going to go and go ahead and do something else. True. So for E, for entrust, is learning how to entrust ourselves and trust our seeds to God. Be able to put something, it's defined as putting something else in someone else's care. You know, in, in the Bible with Esther, Mordecai, her family member entrusted Esther to the king's court because he knew, he knew that she was going to not have any growth where she was. He knew that he was going to have to entrust her to the king, to the court to go through a beautification process for her to grow. He had to entrust, give up something he loved that was beautiful and entrust it into something else. What do you need to entrust to God, 
to give up control of. I'm a control person. I get it. It's really hard. But as you're writing things down, what's maybe two things that come up for you that you are hard to give up? And for most of us, it's going to be our finances and trusting our finances to God and our faith. It's really, really hard. You know, in Genesis, God gave Adam and Eve a garden, right? He entrusted Adam and Eve with a garden to tend to. He has assigned each of us a garden to tend to. A matter of money, a piece of property, families. How are we tending to each of our gardens? Because it takes just a second for the weeds to grow up and start choking out things that we've planted. I love to plant flowers in my flower garden. And how many of us go out there and start picking out the weeds? Because one, aesthetically, it doesn't look pretty when we got weeds covering up our beautiful flowers that we spent so much time on. But two, if we let them grow up too much, again, it chokes it out. They, our flowers aren't able to grow even bigger. We have to tend to our gardens. It's not as if not daily, hourly, same thing with our money. We have to tend to our money. My husband, I married for just over a year last summer of 2022. He used to not want to open up mail. Opening up mail was the worst for him. Sometimes, I don't know in your family, if you don't have the mail, it didn't happen, Right. But for him tending to his garden by just opening up his mail, looking at his finances, looking at the medical bills from all his numerous spinal injuries, that was tending to his garden, looking at it, picking out the weeds. And what did he need to do? So one S, soak your seed in God's word every single day. And E, start to learn to entrust your money to God by managing it, tending to your own garden, learning how to replant your money idea to who you think you are with money and planting it into God's word, putting it into the king's court. The third is the next E, eager. How many of us are eager to go manage our money? Usually 0.11111. Or zero one one percent, right? But how many of us want more money? We all talk about it. If you get on social media, that's all everyone talks about is how to make more money. You can get more money here. You can buy this big house. You can have this big car. But how many of us are eager to actually manage the money we have? God gives us a little so he can entrust us with a lot. But you have to be eager to manage that little piece that we have. Just like in Matthew 25, the parable of the talents. When the master was leaving, he entrusted the same amount of talents to three different servants. And he left him alone. He left. He went about his way. He entrusted them with that money. But only two of those servants were eager. Like, wow, look what he gave me. Have you ever done that when God gives you just a dollar or there's a penny on the ground? Wow, look what I have. What am I going to go do with it? For most of us, we're like, eh, it's just a penny. Eh, it's just a dollar. We're not very eager to do anything with the little we have. 
they were each giving five talents. They were eager to multiply that money. The third, the third servant, he was scared. He was absolutely fearful that he held onto the money and he even went and buried it because he was so scared to lose it. So how many of us are eager to eager to take the money that we have right now and go invest it and go and multiply it? How many are eager to take our talents, our talents and show them off to other people? Whether you can paint, you can teach, you can help others in need. How many of us are eager to share our gift, to share our bearing seeds with other people so they can multiply? So many of us hide our gifts. We hide our purpose because we want to just do what we are taught. Get the degree. Get the corporate job. Work nine to five. We are told these certain things that we cover up our gifts. And we let other people also cover up our gifts. That they're not good enough. Maybe you were a talker in school and you talked a whole lot. So people diminished your gift to where you didn't want to say a thing. And now you know, again, that gift to speak is within you, but you were told your whole life to be quiet. But God gave you a voice to speak and empower other people. Again, how many of us are eager to manage, steward, and share our gifts? So one was just starting, soaking our seeds in God's word. Two, eat and trust And three, being eager. The last is diligence. This is really hard sometimes for a lot of people. Being diligent when our lives are crazy and change every single day sometimes. Again, I manage a family, a blended family of six boys with four different sharing schedules. So you can imagine every single week for me is different. But it's being diligent and coming up with consistency that helps me manage a life that is always changing. So how are you being diligent? Now, diligent is defined as wanting to do something or have something very, very much. In the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, right? Matthew 13, 25, it says, while everyone was sleeping, The enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. So sometimes when we're sleeping, we don't want to manage things. We ignore it. That's when the enemy sneaks in. We're not tending to our landscaping in the front or our gardens in the back of our houses. That's when the weeds sneak in, choke out our flowers, choke out the fruit and the vegetables that we have planted. So how are you being diligent with your money? Do you look over it every single week? Do you tend to your garden? How about your gifts? Do you share your gifts, grow your gifts? Being diligent is hard, but when you have a plan in place, it's a little bit easier. So what is an action step that you can put in place to be more diligent? A board meeting with yourself every single week. As being in the finance world for over 25 years, leading board meetings every single month is something that is very, very natural for me. 
teaching and showing the investors, the board members, how the company has performed, how the cash flow has either gone up or down, how products have improved or hindered the company. Same thing as with you. You are a board member of your own life. God has put you in charge of your own garden. So have a board meeting with yourself. Just 30 minutes once a week. Pick a day. For 30 minutes, go through your plan for abundance. Some people call it a budget. I'm calling it your plan for your future. Forecasting. How are you going to use God's money for his kingdom, for your families, for others in need? Because again, we were all created to give. But we also have to tend and be diligent to our gardens. So schedule your board meeting every single week to review your finances. How are you honing your gifts, growing them, and removing the weeds, those words that people spoke over to you that's hindering your gift that you don't need to accept anymore because God called you. And who did he define you as? Not what someone else said you are, but God said that you are. And you can say, I am. I am. Write down those affirmations and review them at your board meeting. Again, for Genesis 1.29, we have four steps we're going to implement this week into our finances as just start soaking your faith and your trust in God for his, his, his provision because he gave you that bearing seed. E, entrust. Just entrust him because he's got a bigger plan for you. E, be eager. Be excited. Sometimes it's hard when there's just a couple of cents in the bank account. It can be hard. But show them because if he can trust you with a little Wow, can he trust you with a lot? And last is diligent. Be diligent. Be faithful. Tend over your garden because, wow, the gardens look gorgeous once it harvests and once it grows. You know what it's going to look like. It's going to be amazing because you were created to give. You were meant for more. You were meant to bear fruit and multiply in this season. My name is Trisha Daniel. And again, this is Create to Give. And I want to each week help you put these action steps into your daily lives. Because going back to God's word, he talks about money 2,350 times. And we're going to try as much as possible to go through each one. Thank you for turning into this episode of Created to Give. We uncover who we were created to be with money. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, follow along, and give us a five-star review because I would love to hear back from you. If you would love to, join in also on our Created to Give newsletter where we dive deeper into each one of these episodes and share with you those action steps where you can implement God's Word into your money. Remember, you were created to multiply, you were created to manage your money, and you were created to give.